Dude, can I crash at your place tonight? You know, I have a nightly rental for that. That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender help buyers, sellers, and real estate professionals to understand the ins and outs of real estate. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric Wist, Utah Real Estate Agent. And tonight we've got a special guest. Kurt Forakis, business owner and entrepreneur. Kurt is a close friend. Um, I've known him for years. He's awesome at what he does. Tonight we're talking about Airbnb and the, and the reason- rentals. Yeah, short-term rentals. The reason we have Kurt here is because he's really good at the Airbnb game. He's a pro. He, he uh, we're, well, we're gonna let him tell his own story. So <laughs> tell us how you got into, give us a little bit of backstory on who you are and why Airbnb. So since I was young, knew I was gonna be an entrepreneur, business yeah. owner. In fact, uh, even in high school, I knew I'd want to, to invent things. I currently own a patent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Also worked at Zermont Resort as a revenue manager, manager and marketing manager. And that's kind of where I got my initial start into the short term. Um, but uh, since I've done my other businesses, we've done the short term uh, personally on the business level as of the last two years and it's been very successful, more so than some of my other businesses even. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So um, I, we should say this is gonna be a two part series, right? So yes. this two week part. we're talking about um, finding and sort of outfitting your Airbnb property, short term rental property. Yep. And then next week we're gonna be talking about um, how you manage that property. Right. Okay, right. so you got into the short-term rental game. You you were a long-term renter, Correct. a landlord. Um, how did you make the change into short-term rentals? So the change came about with the desire to make a higher R- ROI, uh, okay. basically in a nutshell. Return on investment. Correct, return on investment. So long-term, you're, you're comfortable, you find a tenant, you sign a contract, yeah. you're good for usually a year longer. Short term, you're, you have the potential to make a lot more, but there's definitely a lot more risk associated with it. But once you get comfortable and uh, get yourself over those risks, they're uh, well worth it. It's a very good point. So, so let's, let's begin with some of the different types of, there's really two types of Airbnb, right? You've got room share and then you've got like full blown property. Oh yeah, property. like three, you have well, really they do a lot more share, like yeah, that was inside started. your home. Correct. Right. And then you have owner occupied Airbnb. So like your base, which is your base, mother-in-law apartment, apartment, something like that. And then you have, you're buying a complete standalone unit as its only intention is for nightly rentals. Yes. Correct. So so what we're going to talk about is going to be relevant to all three of those, Mm -hmm. but kind of in my mind, like I'm thinking of an investment property, Airbnb, Mm -hmm. like that's just how my mind works. So so if you ever catch me like running off and it's not really relevant, it's because I'm thinking about uh, investment property. Um, So, now, okay, so let's talk about really how, if you're going into an investment property, we gotta talk to a lender. Okay, yeah, so there's a couple different ways to look at this too, because you can buy an owner-occupied property mm-hmm. or your existing home and decide, hey, we can convert the spare bedroom yeah. into nightly rentals and not just when family comes over to stay. Yeah. Then you gotta look at like the personal risk. Do you have kids? Who are you gonna rent to? Vandalism, stuff like that, right? Okay. Um, and then, you could partition off a part of your home and still be owner-occupied. And both of these loans you're gonna qualify for on your own. These are not income properties. Until you have a legal duplex, not a legal accessory apartment, a legal duplex, or a standalone property that you're buying as an investment property, and then the rules change. So easier to get owner-occupied, harder to get investment, but 
typically if you've got 25 percent down for the investment you can qualify for the payment because yeah. you can count that income and that's one of the biggest differences is that down payment like how interesting much do I need? even for a nightly rental thing you still got to talk to a lender first Yes. Yes. Go talk to your lender. You still should. It's good. You know what? Just go talk to your lender. Even if you're not planning to buy a house or anything, you go talk to a lender right now. Go talk to Jason. Say hi. How's it going? What's up for dinner? That kind of thing. Exactly. Um, All right. So let's talk about finding that property then. The biggest thing, and I hear all the Airbnb guys talking about it, it's convenience. Like, how convenient is your property? And that doesn't mean just like, you've got a coffee machine. Well, because that's different from a long-term rental. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not necessarily 100% convenience where short term is more almost like hotel type stuff. Like you're yeah. you're trying to get. So, I mean. Yeah. Close to the freeway, close to you, the attraction. Close what are to some the, of the things yeah. that you look into? Yeah, all that stuff. Your stuff. So, with the convenient factor, one of the first ones close to the freeway, like you've already mentioned. Right. Uh, the next one is I like to be close to a convenience store. So I want to have a Walmart or a Smith's or a Costco or something close by. So then when they first get there, they can go and get some of the supplies. Cause one of the big beauties of a short-term rental is they usually have a kitchen. Yeah. So you can go over and grab your groceries, bring it back home, put it in your fridge, uh, get out of your frying pan, you can cook yourself a meal. So I like to be close to a, a store mm. for those reasons. Um, also restaurants. So as long as you're in a, a nice area like that, you're usually pretty good with convenience. Nice. Okay, so then you have convenience checked off. That yep. marks one box. What's another one? I mean, do you guys look at, uh, I would assume just like real estate, your CCNRs, your HOAs, your yes. city codes, <laughs> your- Those don't matter you know, at all when it comes uh, to short term rental rates. Oh yeah. A perfectly right. convenient spot could be a nightmare if it's an HOA. Yeah. Yes, yes, that, that becomes more of a, a risk. And so the two are almost different. You got your convenience factor, but you also have your risk assessment. Mm, okay. It's mm. good. And so, so let's talk about some of those risks. An yeah. HOA could shut you down cold. Yep. Like we, like city allows it, our HOA doesn't. So yep. too bad. And even if you're in an HOA that allows it, you can get a notice within a week, a month that they no longer allow it. We've updated <laughs> yeah. our covenants, conditions, yep. and restrictions. Or so, I love uh, this. I heard this story use. recently that uh, we will allow it, but you owe us 50% of the cut. Yeah, we, like, will, we will manage it. Yeah, we'll manage it for you. 40%, that's, but that's it's still like, pretty high. That like <laughs> that's like mob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the mob. Pay us for the protection. The new age yeah. mafia is an HOA. Oh, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, HOA can pieces. be good though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you do have uh, an association of Karens, sorry, Karen, um, that are watching <laughs> your property. So if they like you, they're going to report the everything. Yeah. Well, they'll report the everything well, anyway, but it can yeah. serve you. I mean, I stayed at one that, I mean, the community had a pool, had a hot mm-hmm. tub. Yep. I mean, it was, a, it was a development that had it all set up. So, I mean, that you were able to benefit yeah. from yep. that. Yes. Yeah, so there are HOAs that are actually turned resort for uh, for short term yes. rentals. We know of a couple up in Bear Lake, for example, yep. um, that are the, the whole, the HOA is the management operation yes. for the entire collection of short term rentals. Which again, talk to your lender, because that could kill the deal. Yes. Make yes. it a very <laughs> attractive offer that you obtain financing for another way. Yes, another way. That's a very good way to put that. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've talked about the, the uh, convenience factor. We've talked about making sure that you're compliant. Oh no, well, we already talked about other things. So the HOA is what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Your city could shut you down. City could shut right? you down. Or they could just tax you at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so those kind of, those kind of things can be 
can be bad. That's your legal compliance. This is part of your due diligence. If you're buying before a property, this is part of your due diligence. Property. Before, yes. you, yeah, before you look <laughs> at it, ask. Yeah, well, figure out. This is a business. This isn't just, Correct. hey, let's just try to do this. I mean, you're a business guy. You put together a business plan, how you're gonna do this, where your dollars are gonna be, where's your risk gonna be, Yes. where's everything gonna be at, and are you okay with doing that risk? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, that all falls in that risk assessment. Basically, you're kind of finding that line of what you're comfortable with and what you're not. The more you're willing to push it, sometimes the ROI goes higher, but not always. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Uh, for example, we had thought about a hot tub and we put the kibosh oh. on that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, just didn't just didn't work out for your no, no, every night. It just yes. didn't, didn't work out. <laughs> yes. Okay, so more comparison on these things. Like, um, there's different ways to compare things, but you can get right on Airbnb and see in your neighborhood, or the yep. neighborhood you're looking at, what are the rentals going for right now? Yeah. And the right way, this is a re- very real estate agent mentality of thinking of things. Break it down by square footage and cost per night. And you will very quickly find a range that every Airbnb in this area is going for. Yep. And if you can't make your Airbnb do that, bad, pull the ripcord, get out. And toss out, I, I like to tell people, you build in a cushion. Because there is a yep. something that you just don't know about. You've yep. talked to everybody yep. and you're not gonna know until you, it's there. And if that's not built in, you're gonna be well, hating I mean, stuff. Kurt, you're making, your billion dollars a month right now. <laughs> yeah. rentals. Now I'm assuming you did that from the day one you started. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah, day, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just hit the ground running and almost had to go backwards from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you start a little bit lower and you, you build yourself up. The more amenities you have, the more reviews you have, if you hit super host status, all of those things will help you to slowly increase your rates. And Eric mentioned this earlier, like build a business plan have a plan, like you're a business owner. Yes. You built business plans for all of these different things. Airbnb is just one of those things. Um, so if you're sitting at home right now and it strikes you that, you know, this is the first business plan you've ever had, um, go Google business plan and yes. it will serve Several you very examples. well. Well, and come, come talk to a lender and a real estate agent and, you know, we can help you point in the right direction. I mean, yeah. maybe we put you in touch with Kurt. He says, oh yeah, here's here's this, here's, yep. we can do that. Hey, I can even help you manage your property if you want to for this point because, yeah. There's all those different things. The biggest thing I see when a part of that risk management we talked about is long-term versus short-term is if you're not a people person, mm. nightly rentals could be very difficult because you Potential. have to be engaged yes. you gotta a communicate. lot. Customer service Customer, goes a long ways yeah. with the Airbnb community. Yeah. Yes. And so either you're doing it or you're paying a property manager. Now a property yep. manager for long-term, eight, 10%. Property manager for a nightly rental, 30, 40%. We can get that. Yeah, a lot yeah. more. Intense. I mean, yeah. so. Yeah, it could be big. Because it's more work. So, but right. that's part of your business plan. Like if you are going into the business plan, eyes wide open and you realize, oh yes, this is part of cost of doing business. You're not going to list your your nightly rental for $30 a night. Like Absolutely. you're going to put it in at a, at a rate that makes sense for you yep. and for your property manager, if you choose to have one. Right. And to be able to accommodate the other, like we didn't really talk about how you built out your, your your house. Right. What kind of stuff did you do to your house to make it convenient for your your Airbnb? Uh, a few things. Um, obviously, one of the first ones, we did a remodel and mm-hmm. we upgraded the paint, the flooring, the cabinets, and basically just made a good 
even long term rail, you do a lot of those things as well. You right. just make that right. really yeah. presentable, uh, homey, willing yeah. to, uh, and delivered. And durable. Durable. And durable. Yes. That's one of the reasons I like tile. <laughs> I, <laughs> I pull carpet and I put tile down. It's yes. one of the first things Smart. I like to do. Um, but after you do just even preparation for long term rental, your next step then is furnish and decor and your amenities uh, with that as well. So you've got your couches, your TVs, your picture frames, mm. your cookware. Um, I even threw a barbecue, mm. barbecue grill on the outside of my unit. So they have an extra barbecue if they want to barbecue in the summertime. So you have your plates and you just have all those little things that you think about that you need as a short-term or long-term renter. Yeah, this I is like going to be furnished. In there. That, fully, yeah, fully that's furnished. the way to think about it because right. a lot of times long-term renters are like, our long-term mm-hmm. landlord is like, well, you furnish your own place. Right. Yeah, this, this is you are furnishing everything. The house, yep. uh, the obviously the house, but the furniture, <laughs> the, all of the uh, cookware and the silverware yes. and the plates and the everything. decorations, everything, plants. decorations, plants. Yeah. games, games. Yeah, we've got Monopoly and games down there. Yep. Uh, potential subscriptions. I provide Netflix on all the TVs downstairs. Yeah, so I log go. in and they have uh, something to watch when they show up without needing an account. Nice. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, that, that's very thoughtful. That's convenient. Convenience. For exactly. Your, your rental. Dollar signs. Yeah, yes. convenience yeah. equals dollar signs. So yep. if you really want to do this well, think about your person who's coming into this place. Everything they might think of, have an answer for them yes. right away. And you yep. will capitalize on that expectation. Exactly. Well, and then like, so make sure everything's good on the inside, but make sure things are good on the outside. Like how close yep. can these people park? What, oh, yeah. What's their vehicle going to yeah. be exposed Access. to overnight? Yeah. Yep. Are your sprinklers going to be drenching their Mercedes <laughs> that's in the driveway? Yeah. <laughs> and all of those things can either lead to a good review yes. or, or a bad review. And in the short-term rental game, reviews are everything. Yes. Okay. They're king. Now, that might be a good place to stop, actually. We can wrap it up right here, guys. That is the, the, the teaser of reviews. We're going to talk more <laughs> about reviews next week when we talk about managing an Airbnb property. So, what'd you learn? Man, I learned risk management. You have to decide how much risk are you willing to take before moving forward in the short-term rental game. Well, my my key takeaway is that you have to communicate. If If you are communicating well, meaning your renter sends you a message and you respond immediately, you will capitalize on yes. that immediate conversation. Yes, communication is actually one of the bigger things on the big, the BNB platform. They time you on your response, oh. and if you are let, or if you're more than four, 24 hours, they zing you. Ouch. Oh, that's no bueno. It's important to remember to have a plan and plan on a little bit of a cushion. Yes. Yes, cushions for sure. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. If you like nightly rentals, comment, like, and subscribe. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at theutahrealestateshow at gmail.com. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. Security Home Mortgage NMLS number is 178787. Jason Christiansen and MLS number is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. <laughs> With your, dude, I've been looking, sweetheart. You're like a girl. You're like a little girl.
that I'm like movie. I get actually stuff. you were talking about my scarf. Why is he wearing a scarf in the summer? So why doesn't he just grow one? He can't. <laughs> I think it. It's his cloth beard. <laughs> it's a cloth. It's amazing beard. how your yeah. beard is my pirate name. His scarf. Right? My, right? my pirate name would be cloth beard. Cloth. That's my pirate name for now. On. <laughs> I'm gonna wear an eye patch and be cloth beard. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Clothbeard, Utah Real Estate Agent. <laughs> there you go. Oh. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. <laughs> I almost wanted, I wasn't ready. Why are you not ready? You did the marker. Was, well, and then I. Okay, look at camera. Okay. Look. <laughs> That's with the Tyler. Okay. And we're gonna go right into.